Hey y'all. We're back with another episode of Those Anime Girls. Um, you know, our schedules got back together, um, so we're back on track. Back um, on track. We're here for the long run. Yeah, so with that, uh, B, what would you say, or just start us off with your um <laughs> Okay, so I just have two things on the list for today, but the first one is if you haven't heard any of our episodes before anything or seen our Twitters or anything like that, the film Suzume is finally hitting theaters in North America April 14th, which is this weekend coming up. So I'm super excited about that because I definitely want to go see it. And after seeing the trailer all over again, I'm still as psyched as I was the first time I saw it. I think even more. So so um, that was news number one. And news number two, if you know Studio Ghibli, Ghibli, Ghibli Films or anything like that, Spirited Away which is definitely in my top, like one of my favorite movies ever, is being presented by G-Kids. They have, basically it's called Spirit Away Live on Stage. So they're going to have okay. two different casts that are going to basically portray the movie. And it's going to hit theaters in America for four days, April 23rd, 25th, 27th, and May 2nd. With that being said, they have, like I said, the two different casts. So on April 23rd and the 25th, they're having one cast do it. And in April 27th and May 2nd, they're having the other cast do it. So I would say recommend going one for each cast so you can get a feel of both versions of it. So that'll be exciting as well. So those are my two little announcements I got for this week. No, that definitely is exciting. Um, Yay. Mm-hmm. Three. I, I think last time or the episode before last, I was talking about how they were airing the um, Kaguya-sama movie on mm-hmm. TV. I think, I don't know if it was Tokyo Broadcasting, but the point is in Japan, it was being aired on TV. So then I was saying, hopefully, you know, it will come to streaming soon. And I think either that around the same time or like a couple days after, it was on Crunchyroll and it's also on Funimation. So basically... Mm-hmm see the movie wherever you um wherever you you can find uh kaguya-sama on streaming so from what i know for sure it's on crunchyroll and uh, animation um, so yeah that's exciting and then just a couple other things you know for people that you know this might be for you uh the first one berserk the berserk manga is expected to resume serialization sooner um than they anticipated and this comes two years after the passing of the author so you know if that's your thing that's something to be excited about so the other couple things i have if you were um into ex- enjoyed excited for spy the spy classroom anime is getting the second season pre- premiering in july which you know in the grant when you really think about it isn't that isn't too long from now um, then the last thing we have is uh, I'm not sure if uh, people. I know we talked about this in our little spring preview thing, but um, I think it's a. It start actually. It's already started. It started on the April, on April 10th, so it was after we did our episode, but now it's out. Um, and it's called "Why Rayliana Ended Up at the Duke's Mansion." So it's mm-hmm. getting the same day English dub as the day it, it premieres. So I don't know if that's going to continue through the season, but you know that's not something you hear of often so that's definitely exciting yeah that's really good exciting news yeah 
So onto that, um, onto that, onto what onto <laughs> our next our segment for today, where we're just gonna kind of like following our last episode. I'm pretty sure that's what our last last episode was. You know, mm-hmm. kind of spring uh trailer thing. We're gonna uh talk about some of the uh shows that the first two one or two episodes. It depends when it came out, whether it has mm-hmm. one or two of some of the shows we said we were um gonna check out. So just kind of like a thinking of it thinking of a like a first look kind of thing yes um it won't be spoiler free we're not gonna like go through every single scene but you know if you prefer to watch it first uh you probably want to do that and then come back and listen to this one to see if you're kind of vibing with what we feel but yeah um i'm actually really excited for this the spring lineup of from what i've seen since we did watch all these i'm Mm -hmm. i'm very impressed and I'm pretty happy with what they've given us. So I'm excited for this. Take your pick. I, I'll say that I watched was a skip to loafer or, you know, that's what it says. Like, you know, like I think two is Anne, but you know, it's or skip and loafer. I will say mm-hmm. that um, I really like this one. I feel like it kind of gives me, obviously it's his own thing, but you know, there's different types of romances. Like, you know, you mm-hmm. can tell where it's going to go. And I'll say, well, not go as like predicted, but just kind of like the vibe. Yes. And it kind of makes me think about like Kimini Tadoke, like, you know, really flowery, mm-hmm. like, pretty, like so kind of like you can tell like there's going to be like a build in the relationship. There's also, it's also not going to be like a immediate get together. Like mm-hmm. it's going to be like a process, like. Kind of building up to like, it. Yeah. And then like, you know, that she's going to, you know build like her friendships all that type of stuff so um yeah so I guess before I get into it and obviously you know we're gonna both talk about it but what were your kind of first thoughts or first like Uh, impressions and stuff Mm -hmm. so when I started to see the first I kind of had a generalization in my head I thought it was gonna be kind of you know it looked cute but I was like oh it's gonna be like our little school ones you know what's gonna set this one apart is what I was thinking Mm -hmm. and I think the dynamic of how their relationship took off in the first episode, or was it the second one I saw? Because there's a specific part where I was just heart struck and I was like, oh, that's it. I'm sold. I'm sold. But um, I think it was kind of how their relationship kind of just took off and how carefree and free spirited he was and easygoing to adapt to what she had going on in her life that kind of drew me in a little bit more because at first I thought, I didn't know, I thought his personality was going to be more of kind of like pretty boy, like not standoffish, but more. It was going to be like a character development kind of thing. Yes. But he already has. Yeah. He, he already has like a really good character development to where there's nothing I have to say at this moment that I would want to change. Actually, he has an even better character development because he's more I guess let me think of how to say this and and without like spoiling it too much but his demeanor to what goes on around him and his the perception of how people see him and how he it's not like he doesn't care but he's just like I'm gonna do what I want at the end of the day kind of thing Mm -hmm. and what makes me happy and you know I'm gonna try something new that I've never experienced and maybe this will make me happy but I'm enjoying it now in this moment he's a very in the moment person I think that kind of like really stuck out to me and that's why I don't think his character needs much development in this moment because he is 
he's just been so genuine and honest from the beginning. There hasn't been a scene where he's like not. Even when he told off that guy, he wasn't even like I love rude. That. Hold on, and, what I love that and what I love about it too is like honestly, he could have been <laughs> ugly about it though because yes. the guy was like, like you said he wasn't reading. And again, you know, not for the people who try to use social cues as an excuse, but you can tell when someone is like stand- not. Like, I don't even want to call it standoff. You know what? Not standoffish, but uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It was clear yes. that he still, you know, he was trying to keep it cute, but the guy kept, kept, <laughs> kept pushing. And then he was like, you know, for what you're supposed to do, you're not reading it. I clearly don't want to talk about this. Leave me alone. I actually, honestly, that made me like him even more. Cause like it was, yes. like, could have been, like I said, even he was ugly. I still think he was, he would be rightfully so. Cause that person kept pushing him, but the way he said it was like, okay, now, like, <laughs> don't play with me. Yes, like, I'm being really nice about it with a smile, but once the smile goes away, just know I warned you. Right. Kind of thing. Yeah, but that was a situation I was like, sir, I thought he was going to, when he put him aside, I thought he was going to, like, his demeanor was going to switch, like, night and day, and it didn't. Right. And I was like, <gasps> yeah, so that's that was caught me off guard because that's not what I was expecting. So... I don't know. So I'm. I enjoyed it. I'm happy with how things have turned out. And her personality. Uh, <laughs> oh, I think it's so cute. How when her family calls, they're like, "How's everything?" She's like, "Great, nothing happened." And they hang up. They're like, "We're pretty sure she would have got lost at school today, or this would have happened, or that." And it's like, "Yeah, I'm pretty sure it did happen." She's just not telling us. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, y'all know her so well. It's so cute that she like not tries to put on a brave face, but tries to make it seem like I got this. Like I'm big sis. I'm like." I came out to Tokyo. I can handle it. I'm not a country bumpkin. But then they're just like, you know, there are things you got to learn with experience and everything. Right, so like, I, we know you. Yeah, like, girl, who do you think you're trying to fool? Not us. Basically. So, yeah, I, I'm enjoying it. So, you know, getting into it. Um, okay, so. Was there like a. Oh, sorry, I was just going to ask you, was there like a, um, I feel like there were key moments in all these animes that I either like really liked to where I was like, oh my gosh, yes. Like with a certain individual or like the scene or whatever, was there anything in, because this one had two episodes within the first two episodes that was like your takeaway scene to where you're like, yes, like I want to continue watching this. Um, I would say I was pretty, you know from the beginning, just because, you know, like I said, one that's, like, Kimi me to Doke, I don't mm-hmm. feel like seen, like, in a while. So yeah. how I'll describe it is, like, and then go, you know, keep going with what we were talking about. I think the way I will say is, um, and you'll, I'll say it as we're going to, but, you know, we're gonna make it, I'll make it, like, a more broad. So okay. Everything. But basically, you know, I forgot what her name is. Is it? It's Mitsumi Iwakar. Iwakar. I remember Iwakura. her last name, and I was like, what was her first name? So, basically, Mitsumi is, like, it seems like, you know, she was kind of like a scholarship kind of thing, maybe? I don't know mm-hmm. if it's, like, money, literally money's evolved, but, you know, like, she was chosen to be at um this school in Tokyo, because she's from, like, the country, so she had to leave, like, her bestie and her family, and obviously, she's, like, missing them, missing them. and then she's just like, oh, I'm gonna kill it, I'm gonna do this, this, and this, it's gonna be perfect, and then, um... 
side, you know, pull by the side, side note as we're going into it, I really do enjoy, and I think this also drew me in further, is um, just because they haven't said her um, her dad's sibling's pronouns, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna assume, so I might just say mm-hmm. him, but you know, they make it clear that you know they're not a cis person, and I really like that you know just how normal that is to her to miss mm-hmm. it. you know it's just like oh that's my dad's sibling like i love them you know they love her and you know like there's a moment when they're like on that train in the second episode and like other girls <sighs> are like talking about them and then miss sumi like holds their hand and like ah i love them yes yes because so first off it's none of y'all's business like it doesn't matter if someone is you cannot you cannot you identify as someone as a man or woman or you know those type of like stereotypes Mm -hmm. discrimination prejudice thoughts that people have when they don't work through them but i just love that it was so because it was just so like like misumi noticed almost first and honestly likely um their caregiver is used to that because you know how people are they probably do yeah everywhere they go so um having misumi like hold their hand is like you know like kind of like that reassurance where you know kind of refocusing like it's just them on yeah Mm -hmm. uh they were like trying to because you know she was super tired so she looked a mess so she was so they were she did she was (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i love that's one of the moments too where i already before then because that was in the second episode um i was like sign me up but that made me feel like that even more Um, it like gotcha mm -hmm. mm -hmm. so then continuing with that you know, like you said, uh, Miss Sumi's like, "Ooh, I'm gonna kill this." Uh, um, their caregiver is like, "Okay, you from the country? I would go with you if I could, but my work, I had to be there early, so make sure that mm-hmm. you know, get off here." And she's Miss Sumi's like, "Oh, I'm good. Don't worry. Like, I got this." And then you know, we see the male lead introduce Sosuke, and then it's just like, I think I guess Shima's his first name. I don't remember which one's his first or last. But um, I think it's Sosuke's his first name. Yeah, you're right. And then, um, you know, we see he kind of seems kind of like the lackadaisical type. Like, you know, it's the entrance ceremony. And for them, you know, that's a huge thing. Like, you're supposed to be, you know, sharp and there on time and all that. Um, But he's just kind of like chilling. And then when he gets like off the train, he sees like her. (laughs) She got her head like like, in a corner. Like, she's like. (laughs) Punished, it went as bad as we thought it was gonna go because she didn't know what she was doing. So then, um, you know, we see because you know, at first he was like, Talk to his friends, should I talk to her? and he was like, Well, you gotta go see because he was like kind of scared. But then, you know, is this the moment where you were saying, like, you know, your heart, you know, you said. No, this isn't the moment where. Um, no, oh, this isn't that moment. Yeah, mine's in the second episode. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about there. You uh-huh. probably do. <laughs> so then, yes, then um, we, uh, you know, they kind of. He, he's, when she t- tells him and he realizes she got, they got the same uniform on, um, then he's like, oh, I can help you get there. So then they're like walking and, you know, uh, she's still kind of in her head a lot. And then he's just like, oh, it's okay. Like, you know, you could chill. And then. She's like, oh, but we have to be there at a certain time. He's like, well, we can get there, but we have to run. Um, so then they start running, and she is struggling, okay? And Ooh. then uh, 
He like falls. I'm like, oh, it's the baby. Um, <laughs> and then uh, she gets up, takes her shoes and socks off, and is like, I'm book. I'm gonna do the best I can with what I got. Okay, with what I got. And I feel like that really like touched him in a way because you know you see it like, did. Like, wow, like, I guess, you know, he's never seen someone like that. So it kind of is just like, like, wow, I want to be, like, close to that person, you know? That's the kind of vibe that he was giving. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like that together. struck him. Oh, I was going to say, I feel like that struck him. Like, I feel like it struck him more than because he didn't know who she was or, like, her right. stature in the school or anything about her at that time. And so he was just like... Mm-hmm wow, this girl's really determined kind of thing. Because, you know, he had said that comment on the train, kind of like, it was something very nonchalant. I forgot what it was. But he had said something to her on the train to whereas she was kind of like, well, no, I got to do what I got to do. And he was kind of like, you know, if it happens, it happens kind of thing. He's just very easy going with it. And she was like, well, no, I got to make do. Like, it's not a do or, you know, it's not like I have a, you know, I want to do this, so I have to do it kind of thing. And he was kind of like easy going. And I feel like it kind of motivated him So. I thought that was really cute. No, you're right, because he's more definitely more of the chill type. So for sure. This you know, so I think maybe seeing someone so passionate about something. Mm, Yes. Um, So then we find out, you know, I think this is really when I was like, Oh, she must be special. Uh, because you know, she has like a little speech and everybody's like, Oh, and you know, she was like first or great and she was like, Oh, this is the first step for me, you know, I'm gonna, you know, so I can, you know, her she tells her her whole life plan. And then, um, <laughs> then you know, she realizes that she left her speech in her um, bag, but she memorized <laughs> it. She is just running it down, like like she like it literally is like um, words that she made up, like as the moment is going, like and everybody's like so impressed, I'm like oh look at her, like go ahead girl, you know. And then just like all the <laughs> all the stuff that's been happening that day, <laughs> then you know. She probably was overwhelmed from that. There was probably stress from that, from being late, from falling down, from not knowing what she was doing. Um, and then, to be fair, though, this was the teacher's fault. Because mm. when you see somebody running like that, my immediate thing is, my immediate Move. thought was she's not going to go up. Like, she's about, there was, like, or she had to go really bad. So why would you get in the way? And then the teacher got in the way and was like, are you Okay. And then she threw up on her. So she kind of feel like she had to kind of be mad at herself because you shouldn't have done that in the first place. I get look. She's also a first time new teacher and stuff. So maybe she's like, I can help. I'm the savior. And then she found out very quickly on second thought, I'll never do that again. Let me ask you a question. If you were a What's teacher that? in the room and you saw no. a kid running off the. Okay, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> like, I the think. Room, like, person, that's like a throw up sign because, you know. It wouldn't make sense for her to book it out of anywhere, out of nowhere. She so, even had her mouth covered. Right. So I would have been like, ooh, I want her to make it instead of making I it just, on uh, your clothes. And then they showed us how it was all new clothes. It's like, well, sis, if you wouldn't have done that, your clothes would have been good. <laughs> you might have had a brand new outfit. But hey, here we are. Here we are. Um. <laughs> so, yeah. So then, you know. They're all in the classroom, and, you know, she's looking like, oh, like, oh, and I think, oh, and then everyone starts calling her the puker. I was like, dang, your first day out. She's like, I got to turn this around. Right. So then, you know, she's, like, trying, you know, seeing people, like, talk, and she's trying to talk, and then, you know, I think that this one, she, like, tries to talk to that redhead girl. Yes. And she's like, 
you know, the red hair girl's like really engaged with someone else. So she's like, okay, I'm gonna introduce myself. And the red girl head girl kind of just like passes her off. But then mm-hmm. you see, this shows how fake people are. Because mm-hmm. soon as comes in and he was like, hey, like, cause you know, I, he it's clear by this point in this side, he's already decided in his head that they gonna be close. Like he's mm-hmm. like, I, I am down for this person. So then now everybody's like, oh, he's talking to her. Da, 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 da. So then the redhead girl want to be like, oh, what's your chat ID? Ugh. But it it was after Sosuke asked for hers that she was like, oh, give me oh, yours right, too. Right. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, she literally was like, what's yours? Da, da, da. She was like, oh, here it is. So now you want it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I love how innocent she is too. Like, you know, when people do this, some, some people are like, so like, oh, you want my, she's like, oh, okay, here you go. Like, she's not thinking much of it. She's not thinking this man likes anything. She's just like, oh, wow. Like you're, she just kept thinking like, he's really nice. He reminds me of my dog. Mm-hmm. Like so sweet, you so know? Funny. And everyone else is like freaking out on the outside. Like, oh my God, like the hottest guy in class. is like totally, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I love, ah, I love that demeanor about her. Now that's one thing that like, oof, I really do like. She's like, look, I'm just here. I'm trying. I'm trying to survive Tokyo and become a government official. Right. <laughs> um, and then you know we see like I don't remember. No, I don't think it was then. This was later. But then you know we see later too, like um, was it when they went the karaoke next or something? Oh, that was the next episode. I just wanted to think oh. if there was anything else I want of note. I wanted to talk about this episode. Well, just kind of I think probably you know you already touched on talk to her family, and I'm glad that you know her. I'm glad we get to see, you know, sometimes they usually would just like say it, but I'm glad we continually get to see like her and her best friend talk regularly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, when she was home with like her caregiver, like they gave her like, um, like, like it was like a special dinner mm-hmm. and then she was like, Oh, so, you know, it just was so, you know, it's just so cute. Thoughtful. I don't know if there's anything else of this episode. So that was the first episode. I also really like the opening ending. I feel like it fits the show's theme really well, especially the first, the opening. Um, I have to double check on the opening. I cannot remember. Oh, I do. It's where they're dancing and everything. I do like the opening. I I couldn't remember for a second. I do think it's cute. I don't remember the ending. That's what it is. Yeah. I just remember I was like, oh, this is like the, I don't remember it as like, you know, as a, to the same degree as the opening, I just remember I wasn't like, oh, I just, I was yeah, like, okay, that's how I remember feeling. I'm um, like, oh, I like this. Yeah, and then um, the second episode, you know, that's when they have to, because I don't remember if it was the first or second where they like decide who like you knows the class rep. That's oh, it second. Was the second because that's when they um have to do their little introductions, mm-hmm. and then you know she because she is her. She's staying up all night to do this introduction. And then <sighs> <laughs> when she wakes up, her dad's siblings like, "Yeah, because stop." Not, just because it was like them bags were bagging. Because why did you stay up so late, little sis? Like you did not have to do that. She was up all night. Um, and then they so, were ready. You know, that's when, like that moment on the train that we were talking about earlier. Oh, that was so cute. Oh, I can't wait to see. I, I Adore. want to see more of their like um, dynamic. It's clear. I mean, obviously for Mitsumi to live with them, it's clear that they're close. But ah, it's mm-hmm. just so cute. Um, and then so you know when it's her turn to go up because like I think the guy before her was like, oh hey, like basically I'm a lover boy, but um I'm gonna be I'd be faithful if I get a girlfriend. Like 
okay. I don't know what we're supposed to do with that. <laughs> Shut up, sir. Please sit down. Thank you. Right. Next. <laughs> she was next. And at first, again, everybody was, you know, on guard because she was tired. And um, so, you know, she was just talking about why she came here and, you know, what her goal is. And then I think someone asked her a question too, like why they why she wants to be like in the government or a leader or something. And she said, because I remember uh, her caregiver was like, "You don't have to say a joke." And then she said, oh, <laughs> the funny thing is, just like her classmates, if I wouldn't, if they wouldn't have told us that it was supposed to be a joke, I wouldn't have known. So they were just like, "Okay, I was gonna say it was yeah, a bad joke, right?" <laughs> I didn't even then, get it, and I was like, "Uh." <laughs> And then I think Sosuke was like next. And then he was like, I think he like played off of what she said and said something like, you know, he wants to work for her. It's like, of course you do. Like, um, he's going to lay it out front for you guys. This is mine. Period. He said, you know, I'm this, I'm a rather die for her. <laughs> but, um, look, cause I, you got to put the, for her. Cause look, everyone else is expecting them get, they going to get the same treatment and you just aren't, I'm sorry. Then, uh, mm. you know, she decides to be the female, like, class lead. So, of course, he's going to be the male class lead. And mm-hmm, you can just mm-hmm. tell how this redhead is seething. It's just like, oh, why are you like this? I know they're always, you know, I think what's real about this, there are people in high school who are like that. But it's just like, I don't know, get some business about yourself. But, um. Have some yeah. decorum. Right. And um, so I think that, you know, we kind of get to see, you know, kind of like, everybody's like oh it's gonna be an early day like let's do karaoke and all that and you know she's never really been to karaoke because where she's from there it's not like they have karaoke bars everywhere so she's like excited i don't remember if it was right it was here before they go or if it was like at the actual karaoke bar when i think it was at the karaoke bar when it happened but you know she's feeling good you know she's like oh she doesn't know what to do she's like do you pay first or you wait and then like the girl's like oh no you wait till after and then she was like um or Sosuke because that's the name I've been using he's like oh no it's okay like some places you have to um pay first and then like after he like walks ahead or whatever the girl's like oh um basically like you're not special well she doesn't say that because she does the nasty thing where it's like the na- the nice nasty thing where it's mm-hmm. like oh I'm just looking out for you um he's actually nice to everybody so I just don't want you to kind of think like you know you know, guys like that, like, you know, they're just nice to everyone and they just, um, no one's like special to them, like that type of thing to try to make her, you know, question how genuine, cause I mean, it's clear that he's being genuine with her. And like you said, because she's like, I don't want to call her naive, but just because, you know, she hasn't been like exposed from, to all this. Would you say? Yeah. I said, because she hasn't been exposed to these situations yet, like karaoke her first time, you know, it's like all new for her. Right. And I also think that the people that she's, you know, you know, sometimes it's that kind of like, I guess maybe like kind of the good character trait that people definitely have when you think about smaller cities where, you know, people are more genuine. So Mm -hmm. she's just thinking like, oh, this girl is being nice and trying to look out for me when she's being the hater. So then, you know, then she like goes in, you know, she's like enjoying herself kind of. And then she sees like, I think I know there's a moment where she like leaves and then the whole time when uh, the redhead is talking to her, I can't think of the girl with like the blondish hair. Um, it's almost more like, it's almost like a wheat color to me, but that's just- Oh, you mean Yuzuki? 
Um, I'm the blonde haired girl, the one that's like the like pretty one in the class that yeah, everyone yeah, says. Yeah, yeah okay, use the key. You know her name, but yes, her. <laughs> she takes a moment to like go outside and she talks to her friend because you know, as soon as she like goes outside, she sees like the red head like try to snuggle up to him. Mm-hmm. And then her best friend is basically like, you know, they're talking about why, you know, how do we become friends? She's like, I actually didn't like you at first because you kind of scared me. But then I saw like, you know, who you really were. And then, you know, now we talk every day. Like, who would have thought? That's a really cute thing. And then Yuzuki, like, comes up to her and is like, hey, like, and I love that she did this because she could tell, like, you know, she's not used to this. But Yuzuki probably moved around, you know, either knows a lot of those people or, like, you know, grew up in the city. So she's like, hey, you know, she, you know, she was saying that to try to get closer to him like that's not like true like she was like using you to try to pretend like that she's nice so i really like that there was someone who was looking out for her because you know there's yes there was no way for her to know that you know she's thinking like oh people are like me you know Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. that was important that she had that and i also like that she was like hey and if you want to leave i just was kind of trying to show my face because you know it's a nice thing to do so let me know because i'm ready because i'm ready to (laughs) <laughs> I'm ready to biggity bounce. So then, you know, she goes back in there and then, you know, they show us a little rule. As she's about to start and do her song, they show us a little rules about um when you're choosing a karaoke song. And <laughs> it and then once they saw the bunnies, you could tell it was a kid's song, but the way she was singing it, she was so serious. Like the words were, you know, even with it being like not in English, it still was clear like it was like a silly kind of song. But when she was singing it, like, it was, like, I don't know, like, the national anthem or something. Um, but then everybody was like, oh, they were so happy. And then um, Yuzuki, too, like, you know, that's the first time we see her laugh because, you know, she's usually kind of just, like, chill demeanor. And this is my favorite part. So when we were starting to leave and everything, you know, the redhead girl was still trying to, you know, cozy up and be like, hey, da 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 um, And uh, he kind of, like, answered what she said and then was like hey <laughs> this will be like he ran like bye don't care <laughs> yeah maybe you should loosen up gotta go there's my girl hey right that's basically <laughs> what happened and then you know i think I, I forgot how the conversation starts but then you know she it comes out like that oh because she calls him her dog her nickname for her dog and he was like sato who's that she's like your fur, you, you have the same color fur. He was like, you mean hair? Yes. You want to touch it? And then she does. Ah, oh, that was such a cute moment. And my favorite part was that the redhead had to see every single moment. The funny thing was when she called him like Sato-chan and he literally was like, wait, who are you mixing me up with? Like he was really hurt. Like, wait, right. who is this person? And then when she said dog, it was kind of like relief. Dog. It's my dog, my bad. But yes, um, so that was really cute. And like you said, it was relief. And they're like, oh, you know, we walk towards the same way. Let's walk home. And it's just like, ha ha! What does Monique say, redhead? When you do clownery, oh, the clown God. comes back to bite. But, anyway. <laughs> but yeah. And we are, you know, touched on, like, you know, that guy that was like from the drama club that was like pushy. And, um, wait. Oh, wait. wait. My, favorite part. my favorite part. Is. It was just the next day at school and they got there and everyone's saying good morning and everything. And then everyone's like oh. calling, you know, and he was basically came in 
And um, or she was talking to her friend. I don't know this girl's name, oh, but they were I just talking about. She's adorable. She is. She was sweet. She's so like bubbly, but uh-huh. um, so so, so ah, I can't even say his name right now. I got a little nervous. <laughs> so scary. <laughs> he came in and they're like, "Good morning, good morning." And then he saw Iwakarasan, but instead of calling her by her last name. He was like, good morning, Mitsumi chan. And then she was like, good morning. Um, what was the name she gave him? Uh Sachi chan. So I just forgot it. I think she the nickname. Him his name. She said Shima. Even though he Did told she? her she could call him Sato. Yeah. Okay, well, they had each other's nickname, and the girl's like, wait a second, when did you guys get on first name basis? And it's the second day of school, and I'm just like, ah! that's such a big deal like that's such a big deal and like japanese culture and everything so for me i was like oh my god like it's like you guys just jumped the broom or something i don't know (laughs) i don't know i just thought it was so cute that's when i was like this was that moment i mean it was all cute before don't get me wrong but that was the one that like i don't want to say sealed the deal because i was still gonna watch it but it like was like chef's kiss you didn't have to give me that extra bit but you did and i appreciate you for that yeah, I looked it up just to make sure. She actually, she still called him by his last name, but he called her. Did she? Her okay. Name. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I just know okay. some kind of name exchange he asked, there. He asked last night. He was like, "Um, can I call you by that?" She's like, "Sure." Mm-hmm. Go for it. <laughs> no biggie. But, um, but I guess to do it in front of like a crowd, like other people, yeah, you know, some people do it behind the doors. Yeah, right. exactly. No, yeah, it's a big deal because he's just like. I'm in. Like, it doesn't, it's not even like a, oh, can I do, you know, it's not like even anything like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, that was it. Yeah, and then like, you know, we already talked about like when that guy was too pushy with him, because you know, we mm-hmm. you could kind of feel like the drama club, oh yeah, because she ended up going to the, the, watching the performance, and he did too, and you could tell he was kind of not, you know, not feeling like himself, because he was like, oh, uh, well, I'm in a rush, you know. So he like mm-hmm. left, so you know you could tell he was feeling some type of way. Um, but then that's when the like the guy with the heel and that's dedication. That man was running in some heels just because they didn't have another uh person to play a female lead. He said, I'm running around in them, okay? I'm not mm-hmm. this is my life. But um <laughs> but yeah, when he was like pushing him, because he's like, Wait, I know where I recognize you from, and I think he was saying like from like a kid's show or a show when like they were younger, he would like play the role. And he was like, yeah. Oh, um, it's like basically like I was trying to be nice, but you know, for a playwright, you would think that you'd be able to, you know, recuse away a, a lot better. I don't want to talk about it. Um, and that's it. Carry on. Leave me alone. Carry on. And the guy was just sitting there like stuck because you should be. You should have left him. Alone. You could tell like he was not name, here for it. He was not. Um, and then. On to the next one when it comes out. I don't really think there was anything else I that of note but I particularly want to say that happened. Was there anything else for you? Um, no, you pretty much covered everything and all the little points that I was gonna hit on for that one. Okay. But yes, well, yeah, I... we definitely like it and um we keep watching it. So with that, what's your first one? Definitely do, definitely feeling that one. So I'm here for it. Um, okay, my first one, I will just do the last one that I saw, which happens to be Hell's Paradise, or I guess the Japanese name is Jigo, Jigo Kuraku. So, um, 
we're going to get into that one. What were your overall impressions of it um, um, off the bat? I really liked it. I feel like it was like the first episode was a strong episode, a strong mm-hmm. first episode. The, second. the first one also, you know, really sets up kind of like the main characters, like motivations, all that type of stuff. For me, you know, without I know you're going to talk about it, um, but something that I'm always going to be down for, whether it's animes, regular scripted shows, because um, just for me, this is if I get married, this is how it's going to have to be, you mm. know? and I think that this is just how it should be. Like a man who's like, for my wife, I'll do anything. I'm already like, sign me up. I'm a part mm. of the fan club. Like so, just like. For it, you know, for you know, especially for what he does, you know, you wouldn't expect that to be like his motivation, yes. and where like everything else he's unfeeling about, like, but that's the only thing that matters to him. Mm-hmm. More of that. I need it in my bloodstream. Um, so I need it yeah. in my bloodstream. <laughs> I'm yes. Oh my gosh, we'll touch on that. But I am so here for that, and it really caught me off guard that that was. That's not where I thought it was going after all this, mm-hmm. but I'm happy that it. But um, <clears throat> yeah. So everyone knows that Hell's Paradise was a highly anticipated one, and I feel like it definitely has lived up to the hype that everyone was anticipating. So it starts off, like T said, pretty strong. All you see is the main character. His name is Gabi Maro. I think he's also known as Gabi Maro. The Hollow is his nickname. But he's getting like in questioned or interrogated by a woman her name is Yamada um mm-hmm. she's a part of some kind of organization a Simon yes the sword people yeah, because thank you that's like the actual name for it because I've seen other animes where like the the character or the woman because a lot of times they do they have women women doing it like an anime because that's like unheard of it's like a mm-hmm. it's seen as like a man's job to be like the executioner but like that's really mm-hmm. the name for it the Simon name there we go. Yamada the Simon. And she does a good job, if I do say myself, even though she has some unresolved, like, internal issues that deal with that job. But, I mean, that's not an easy thing to do. Anyways, continuing on. Um, But, yeah, you see her kind of questioning him. And he, the next you know, it kind of jumps forward. And he's about to be executed, beheaded. And the sword just does not cut his skin. He can't die. Like, he's not dying then. So then I think after that, they tried to burn him at the stake. Like, he was a witch or something. That doesn't work. He's not burning, okay? Then they was like, all right, we couldn't burn you. We couldn't cut your throat, but we damn sure can put them legs apart. Mm. Mm-hmm. So next thing you know, they have the two bulls tied up to his, his legs and stuff, and they think they're going to rip him because it's going to rip him in half. That doesn't happen. The bulls end up coming, flying back and falling on him. And every time that he's doing this, he's a very, like, stoic, monotone kind of. He's just very monotone with all of this that's going on at the moment. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, oh, sorry. Didn't mean to do that. I'm like, I was really hoping you guys to kill me. Oh, well. Kind of thing. So, um, you kind of see him jump to, like, a, what is it? Like, kind of the questioning again with Yamada and she's kind of asking him, like, you know, what is your reason for wanting to die or wanting to live? Like, what, it, what is going on here? Why did you leave the village? I think that's why. And he finally answers her and by telling her, you know, I had to leave because 
they wouldn't let you go. They wouldn't let me like leave. Otherwise I had to kind of go on my own because once you get in, you can't get out kind of thing. I kind of thought when he was saying that it reminded me of like a gang. Like once you get in to get out, you either have to be beaten or like you got to die kind of thing. So that's what it reminded me of. And that's kind of how it came across. And she kind of pointed out to him. She was like, I don't think you want to die. He's just looking at her. And she was like, I'm pretty sure it looks like you were resisting you know, when you were about to be killed all these times and he reflected back on it later that night and you could kind of see where they were going to cut his throat. He hardened his skin so he couldn't cut, um, you know, kind of everything along the lines. Like he was resisting and he was like, I don't get why I was resisting, you know, um, what's going on? And he had told the, the lady Yamada that when he was in the village, he was, I think he, did he say he was forced to marry the chief's daughter or that he wanted, to, I don't think he said he wanted to, I think he said he had to or something. Um, And he was like, I had to marry this girl. And he kind of yeah, like belittled. Like it was like a arranged marriage. There we go. Arranged. Thank you. So he kind of like made it seem as though it wasn't a big deal. He was like, I had to marry her. She was a gullible, you know, did see country girl, didn't know much about anything. Kind of made it seem like she was more of a nuisance than anything else like that. But little did we all know that he was not only lying to the girl, Yamada, the one who was trying to execute him, but also himself. Mm-hmm. So he was like, you know, the next day, whatever this execution is going to be, I'm going to just let it happen. I'm going to just go with it. I'm not going to resist. Well, turns out the one that was interviewing him the whole time was sent here to find criminals that were on death row to come with them to an island to find a rare urban legend of an elixir that can grant like a mortal life or something along those lines. And she was like, if you do this, your all your crimes will be pardoned. Like you won't go to jail. Like the family, the father that's trying to kill you now, father stuff, he won't be able to touch you. Like you'll be safe if you help me find this elixir and then you'll be able to be with your wife because you're lying to not only me, but you're also lying to yourself because she is the reason you want to live. And then you see the cute flashback. It's such a cute flashback of when you, she has a spoiler. If y'all didn't catch on already, but she has a scar on her face that her father gave her because, Ooh, I was like her father. Not that it's surprising, but it was like, you, I was gonna say, you, look, when we say niggas ain't shit, that means parents too. Niggas ain't shit, but hoes and chicks. And niggas ain't shit at all. Like, not one bit. <laughs> but um, he had basically branded her because, you know, beauty was, for a woman, you're supposed to bear children, be beautiful. If you have any kind of blemishes or marks like that, you're seen as unfavorable. You're no longer favored by many. So you only find people, you know, in certain, I guess, criteria at that point. So that's why he kind of did that to make her stay back home to where she was like, if you go out into the world, no one's going to marry you. No one's going to support you. I'm not going to be here for you. No one's going to love you. So she didn't have a choice but leaving. So that's how she ended up marrying um, Gabimaru. Sorry. Yes. But um, it was cute because he thought about all their flashbacks together when they were together and you see her face and everything. And you see what she tells him. Like you pray before and after every meal and you say, thank you. You take your shoes off when you come in the house. And then one day he had come home and he was sitting there and she was just bandaging him up. Oh, it was so cute. And he was like, you know, I don't think I'm cut out for this. And, you know, just kind of in like self-doubting mode and everything. And she looks at him and she ends up giving him his first little kiss, a little pack. 
And then he like blushes, of course. It was so cute because he blushes and he's like all flustered. And she was like, see, look at you turning all red. Do you think someone that's heartless and couldn't feel would be blushing this hard? And then she kind of just walks away. And I was like, that's true. Like if you were unfazed by that, you would just be like, you wouldn't even move. You'd be like, okay. But you over here like, (gasps) right. What were you going to say? It's like a purposeful, purposeful, like, cut off not with her you know obviously she's like opening up his heart which he know he's mm-hmm. trying you know trying to deal with like the reality of that because you know mm-hmm. that's something he didn't think was possible but i do think that you know for what he does he has to do that but with her mm-hmm. it's like you know what it reminds me of and it's gonna sound like an extreme example but i'm gonna bring it I together but, i think okay, so go for you, it so do you remember that moment and it's literally one of my favorite moments in curriculum no basket when it was like maybe in the second season and it was like when they were getting up to the point for the qualifiers for like the winter cup, which is like, you know, that big, the, the big thing at the end that like the end of the, yeah. season, the, rest of the, full, the rest of this third season. And like, it was like all the generation of miracles were in different places. Like they were, I think they were like at their own games or like practicing or like, you know, Almina, he never showed up. So he was like on the, <laughs> the and at the all at the same moment while uh, Kuroko and Taiga were in the game. They all felt like that chill, that moment, because that was mm-hmm. the moment where Tyga was literally forcing the door that only the Chosen could come through, which, you know, shows that the only reason he wasn't a miracle was because he was in America and he wasn't there. But, um, like, him literally forcing that door open. Mm. Ah, that's one of my favorite moments ever. Uh, I don't care what anybody says. It's the best sports anime manga whatever. But anyway, I said all that to say um, that that's basically even though you know that's just by being who she is that's what you know like he didn't have a choice but for his heart to open with experiencing like love from her so Mm, that's true you know where it was he was like oh i hope that you know my heart will open by being this marriage he was like well i don't really have a choice i have to marry her you know at first he really was trying to kind of be cold but her warmth opened his heart it's okay. Oh, I'm glad that you you related to that one. I thought for a second it reminded me of Spy Family with Lloyd mm-hmm. and Anya, though. Like not like oh, yeah. a love in he a different still, sense. Still pretending. Yes, yes, but it was like it gave me that flash of like this is someone who's like slowly working their way into Lloyd's heart, and I was like, this lady has made her way into his, and he's obviously reciprocating. But it reminded me of that when they were at the school. Mm-hmm. Um, you remember oh, when yeah, he like the first episode. Yeah, and he was like, oh, yeah. oh, it was a mosquito. I was like, oh, that was this. Oh, no, that episode. Angry. Okay. I was thinking of the episode that one. Yeah, yeah. He finally relaxed, and you know, he had never done that in his life. But Oh, he never in his life. <laughs> I mean, basically, because he literally was like, he thought like something yeah. happened. Remember, he thought like he was like sick or like something happened to him. It was like, no, you just relax, silly. But um, like you said, <laughs> it's natural. Um, yeah, that moment where, you know, because, yeah, because, you know, he was, like, in his head, like, telling, like, because, you know, uh, Yor was ready to kill everybody in there, okay? Everybody. Everybody. Because when she did that hand thing, ooh, I love, I love all parts of Yor, but Assassin Yor, it just, uh, chef's kiss. But then, you know, he was like, oh, calm down, I'm, you know, like, we still have to, da, 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 da. But then he went off, and then, like you said, he was like, oh, it's Mosquito, I technically saved your life, or whatever he said there. But, yeah. <laughs> that's funny but yes that is that's what it got me on but um 
back to hell's paradise let's see where we at but yeah so you see other cute moments and long story short she's like you'll be able to see your wife and live with her um for this opportunity will you come with us to get this elixir you know whatever and then he was like you know what i guess i don't have a choice yeah i'll do it out like he was like i want to see it. well that's he didn't say i want to see her but he was like i'll do it like i'll do anything to to get i forgot what how he said it but he said i'll do it pretty much so then you see it jump it was the um it was it jumped to like what was it the boat oh it kind of like goes to where they have like the boat floating from the island after they just sent a group of guys over there to get this elixir thing and it's middle of the night kind of thing it's pretty foggy the boat hits the dock and then you see a boat full of beautiful vibrant flowers and you're just like oh what is this kind of thing and one of the guy reaches his hand in there i don't know why you reached your hand in there sir but he did and he pulled out a flower well, embedded within that flower is a foot. And then they start to move all of the flowers and it's a dead, it's a dead body covered by flowers. Like it, but it's so dis dismorphed and like yeah. out of place. It looks like horrendous. You know what it looks like? Oh crap. It looks like that artwork that they used to put in um what is that anime? Ah. They used to have the artwork displays. Okay, hold on. I'm thinking, I'm thinking. Oh my gosh. She tried to copy this man's. Do you remember? I don't remember what the anime was called. I just watched it maybe like two months ago. But she tried to copy her father's work of artwork and they would have the bodies and they would put the bodies in the middle of parks and everything like that. And oh, it was. It was Psychopath. Wait. (laughs) I was like, I can't. Yeah, it definitely was Psychopath. I remember the guy with the dog that ended up coming. Yes, Mm -hmm. yes. It reminded me of that girl's work when they sent this body back like that. No, and that's I was fair. like, "You're right. You're right." Mm, a car, it's an acquired taste, and they can have it because <laughs> that wasn't it. Um, then I think that was one. So then you see it jump to like the next episode because that's how that one ends. You jump to the next episode, and then you see them on some kind of beach, and they're in a tent area, and they have all these latent criminals with masks on their face so they can't see, tied up, and they're explaining to them what they're gonna do on the island to get this elixir, and then they eventually just have them take off the mask, and they're like, "Okay, you have some criteria that's gonna happen with this, with you going on the island." You have to go there, bring it back. You're also going to be accompanied by one of the um, uh, Asamanon. As, how do you say it again? Asimon. Asimon, thank you. You're going to be assigned an Asimon. And you have to make sure that Asimon makes it back with you. Without them and you have the elixir, you will not be allowed back on the boat and we'll still kill you. Then they also said uh, the part that killed me because this guy is just complete trash and psycho and just likes to see violence and all this other bull, was the head honcho guy oh, was like, Shogun. oh, Shogun, thank you. Him. I don't like him. He is creepy. Mm-hmm. But he was like, oh, um, also, everyone's not going to be able to fit on the boat. We have a weight capacity or, like, limit capacity. So, you know, do with that information what you will. And then the one guy, which... <laughs> I think I might be twisted because I actually like him. (laughs) But the blonde hair, the Aza, the blonde haired guy, I like him in his braid. I said, ah, so cute. (laughs) I was like, uh, he basically said, well, motherfuckers, this is what you got to do. And as he's choking someone, he was like, we all can't make it. Some, (laughs) you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of Kevin Hart when he was like, (laughs) 
he did that um, monologue of his daughter when they had the sleepover and they were on the top bunk and he was t- asking his daughter like honey how did the girl fall off the bunk how did she get hurt and he was like his daughter was like well daddy we were playing um whatever she said the boat thing whatever she was like and one of us had to go so we had to get rid of somebody and he was like so you pushed her off and she was like mm-hmm. that's what reminded me of this one it's like all of us can't go so one of us I'll have to send it to you. It was, I think it was Kevin Hart laugh at my pain or too mm-hmm. funny. One of those things. But it was, that's what it reminded me of. And it's like, dang, well, all of us can't go. So somebody's got to go. And so that's what happened. So they go on a killing spree. And the guy that's with the Shogun, the one that's like his right hand man is kind of like, oh, this is so fucking stupid. You self-centered Shogun is what he's thinking in his mind. And kind of the top, see, this is how you know people are about, like most of their business, either they're like real quiet and kind of aloof or they're um, kind of jumping right into it and actually getting stuff done, like not getting hurt, which was like Aza, which was the blonde guy who started off. That's how you know you got to watch out for those kind of people because Gabi Maru's not doing anything and some of the other people that they marked as red labeled people aren't doing anything, like aren't doing much. Well, actually they do start doing stuff. Let me take that back. Not all of them are. But not all of them aren't. It's kind of a 50-50 thing. But long story short, he ends up, Gabby Morrow ends up kind of getting close to where the Shogun was and kind of saying, hey, do we have to do this kind of thing? Like, is there a point in killing? And no one's really, like, listening to him. They're kind of like, oh, you're a latent criminal. Like, you're going to get, you're going to die one way or another. Like, be honored that you get to go to this beautiful island and do all this stuff. And I was like, be honored that you're sending me to oh, an island that no that one's. Crying. Yeah, it was like. Yeah, that was mad crazy. I was like, an island that no one makes it back from. You... Why don't you go then? If you want to go to this beautiful heavenly island so bad, you go get the elixir or whatever. Which just shows like how I think the prey of like the Shogun is, is like y'all already knew about the boat thing. Y'all could have just chose the number of people that could fit. Exactly. But he didn't want to do that. That's why he was a, this is why he ends up being a twisted little geezer. I didn't know what else to call him. But um, <laughs> he pretty much talks to them and says, can we just talk about this? And he's like, no. He's like, I don't want to just pointlessly kill and this and that. Um, And then one of the guys up on stage by the Shogun was like, hey, you, guy over there, if you kill this guy right here, uh, Gabby Morrow, then I'll give you a spot on the boat for sure. And he was like, oh, bet, hands down, I got this. And then Gabby Morrow looked at him, and he was like, ugh, this is such a pain. He reminded me of Shikamaru in a while. He was like, ugh, what a drag. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> he was like, such a pain. He's like, I guess I have to kill you. And he was like, wait, what? Didn't you say you just didn't want to die? He was like, well, if you're going to try to kill me, I'm going to kill you. What like, you I'm not about kill. to die. Yeah, sorry. He was like, I don't want to kill, but I'm not about to die. And the other guy was Sugimoto, like he has a similar like kind of Yes. Because like it's not like Sugimoto is like, you know, it might look like that, but it doesn't look it's not like he literally is like, oh, like I love the kill. Like, you know, if you think about like the sniper, like Ogata, people like that. Sugimoto Yes. Like, if it's me or you, baby, it's always gonna it be goes, you. like you. and I also like yes. what you said, like you know, with Gabi Maru, where he was like, um, you know, we carry like, I you know, I care. I accept to carry like the burden of like killing people, but it's not something that I like to do. If I didn't have to do it, I wouldn't do it. But hello, 
that's exactly how that conversation went with him in the Shogun too, because he was like, some of us weren't aren't killing just for fun. Like, what if we had our hands tied and we didn't have a choice? Because some people right. did have a choice and they like to do it, but he was he one. Yeah, no, other he didn't. Others did. Like that guy that um the Asaimon, the Yamada Asaimon girl was looking at. He was like, oh, this guy just killed women and kids for fun, just for fun. Oh, yeah, like I was glad he was one of the first one to get. Oh yes, like, you gotta go. Here. Get gone. Scram. Skedaddle. But, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so you see him. He was like, well, I guess y'all got to go. So then they get into a brawl. Baby, when I tell you this man in his burr hands took them out, like his knuckles literally, like, took out a chunk of this man's throat from his knuckles alone. He, was, he, too. he, he oh, God, that one took me. I said he went from the, mind you, all their hands are tied. Their hands are tied, so they're not even untied. He took this man's neck, his his teeth were used, his hands were used, his legs were used. He ended up breaking the tent. They end up in the water. He's over there. Um, yeah. he, he comes up and all you see, oh my God, I don't know why I actually love that part. When he got done killing, he flipped it back like he was Ariel the mermaid and the blood is what's flowing up in the air. Not water, it was blood that went. And then he looks over at the tent and the Shogun's just looking befumbled, but that's the word because I can't think of another it's like, one. It's like, but what is? Oh, befuddled. I think that's what she meant. Befuddled. Thank you. No problem. But it's just like, what did you think? Like, he's Hello. a bad bitch. Did you think that? And especially they're coming at him. He's just gonna do something simple. No, y'all, y'all wanted to see the skills, so you, you see want. Him. Thank you. You well, see what like happens. How he's like inspired um, Yamada Simon because you know, like part of yes. you know, she to her like dad's legacy, but you know. Part of being able to do it in the way that he he her dad did is like accepting that that's part of what you're doing. You know, mm-hmm. you have to accept the fear of like you know ending someone's life because that's what you're doing. Like, there's nothing to not feel that it's like accepting it versus like trying trying to, to fight it. it. Right. Yeah. But yeah, I really loved it. I'm looking forward to the first episode. I also like that there's like you know bad we see some bad women on the team not the team i mean because i mean i know that well we don't know know, i'll say the start we don't know who is who like you know some people might be like gabimaru where it's just like they don't enjoy this but they have to other people might you know revel in it um but we'll see how everyone is but i also like that there's like women like among Mm -hmm. like the you know they chose like the baddest people Yes, the top ten made it on the boat, and obviously he was yeah. one of them. Plus some others. There were two, three. Uh, there were three females and seven guys that made yeah. it on that boat. Oh no, I was gonna say there were definitely some lookers in this one that I, I even had to write their names down for when we oh, talk about this later. Wait, by lookers, Woo! do you mean skills or fine? Well, skills. Like this one literally had me on the edge of this uh, edge of my seat, but I also meant fine, and I also meant piqued my interest. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when we get into this, because obviously we're going to revisit, I'm going to see if I still feel the same way because I don't know their characteristics or anything like that yet. I just know I like the way they look. <laughs> so, yeah, um, that was Hell's Paradise in a little nutshell. Um, okay. So if you haven't watched it, go watch it. So for our last one that we're going to cover today, we're going to do Mashal, which I am so excited for. Woo. So what were your first thoughts? Okay. <laughs> My first thoughts, honestly, I was, I was a little, I'm not skeptical, but I, I thought 
it wasn't what I thought it was going to be, kind of. And the reason why is because he has more of a set found determination, even though it's not expressed as much with his facial expressions mm-hmm. or like what he does. So I thought he was going to just be very like nonchalant, kind of just go with the flow kind of thing. But I feel like he wasn't exposed enough to a lot in life after finding out what how his upbringing was to understand how to interact with others. But I was happily proven, you know, a different route once the end of that episode one came about and how he handled that situation. No, I wasn't. I didn't know what to expect because, you know, I've seen like other ones like this, like Moggy and stuff, which I really do like Moggy. And so I don't know. I just, you mean I was, Ma- I always call it Moggy. That's why why people look at me crazy. They're Oopsie. like, I haven't heard that. <laughs> I was like, you haven't heard of Moggy? The one with the little blue. <laughs> They're probably like, uh-huh, girl, you tell me when you, how that is. But um, mm-hmm. yes, Magi and other wizard, wizardry ones. So I just was kind of like, hmm, we'll see how this goes. But um, the cream puffs, I like that that's kind of like a, what do you want to call it? Like a staple I want a mascot or it almost has its own theme. Yes. Yes. It almost has its own theme going on. I love his dad. Like oh, I, I love oh, you know I love his dad. Family. I'm gonna and it's healthy. I'm gonna eat it up every time. I love I, listen, that that sold me after finding out the backstory to that and those words, like how he worded it T when he was like you will be my out. You're my only family and you will be my own and stuff. And I'll take care of you. I said, niggas these days can't even do that for their own family. That's their when blood. You let alone. And remember he was older when he found them. His dad's like, yes. Yes. Now, so he was probably, yes. 50, and he still was yes. like, look, this is my baby. Okay, yes. Wait, wait, uh, what's that? You never see the clip? Bitch, I'm a mother. No, I'm mama. a mother. <laughs> yes. That is that. That was it. And it made me so, like, I actually got a little teary-eyed up. Not, like, really no, cry, no, but, like, no. I felt some type of way. No, you feel I, it in your, you feel in your chest a little bit. Just a little bit. Especially after he was, like, how I saw how his father was treated, you know, kind of going through life and stuff. Oh, nice. That, that kind of, like, set the scene for it all, too. So I was like, oh, my God. And then, so, yes, I, I liked it. I really liked it. And then I saw, like, the opening, or was it the ending? The ending that's really going to be the opening. I saw that. And it looks like the characters are going to be pretty cool and funky. So I'm here for it. I like that there's only one girl. I don't know why. But I feel like maybe she's like one of the guys. But I can tell she has a soft spot for Marshall. But I like that there was just the one girl there. And like the the four and four. Or the two and two. Which makes four. I don't know kind of piqued my interest so I was like let's see how this goes but I'm I'm liking it so I'm happy that you persuaded me didn't take much but you you persuaded me no I'm right there with you see so getting into Mashal um (laughs) so let's see do a cute little so you know it some people kind of compare it to get they say that it reminds them of like a Black Clover and One Punch Man you know Black Clover because the kind of power dynamics in a way and like one punch man with the comedy but i still think it's its own thing but maybe you know people are like what can i you know is it if i if you like this you might like that i think it's kind of like that's why they compare it that way i see mm-hmm. it like thing. but i love it i love when it's like you can do multiple things all a lot of my favorite anime tend to be the ones that can do multiple multiple genres well so 
I like, like you said, you know, it touches on the emotionality in a really strong way. That's not like gimmicky. Um, it feels genuine. Uh, I know we haven't gotten to it, so I won't talk, you know, obviously I think I'm pretty sure it's a shonen. So the action, but I like, it's in a way where I don't know a lot of nowadays too, especially like people who are just like shonen only, shonen only. Shonens can feel soulless to me sometimes. Like, it's just like, give me something more. You need to like, just being action isn't does nothing for me. Like literally, nothing. Um, that, that doesn't draw me in. Like it needs to be, there needs to be more to it. So I like um, mm-hmm. that. You know, there's comedy in it. There, you can kind of tell there's gonna be some hijinks. You know, just by the little, like you said, opening. You can tell, like you know, like you said, and I think that a lot of times it tends up, it ends up being one girl. I'll just say the group usually is smaller, but you know, it's like I think like five of them. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But. I really like without spoiling it, like, you know, you can tell like how the dynamics, you could tell how it's going to happen. Like, you know, it's always going to be a rival character who's kind of like the Sundere, who's going to pretend that they're not friends. He not, he don't love them. And there's going to be the people, the gung ho character, like the Kirishima, like, you know, who's like, I'm down for it. Um, the kind of shy character that's going to, you know, grow. Um, you know, we know how it goes. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and also, like, you know, I've read some, so I'm not trying to spoil it at all, but you know, it's, it's like, you know, similar dynamics, but it still is fresh. It doesn't feel like repeat, like a repeat. So basically with Mashal, uh, he lives in a, his world. Like, it's all about magic. You're born with magic. And literally, if you don't aren't born with it, they basically rather you be dead, which is sick. Um, so then with that, you know, we see how, like, every day, because he doesn't have magic, he just trains his muscles. And he lives, like, in the forest with his dad. And so, but he, when he talk about train, like if this was a real life, he would be the strongest person ever. Like the way that he was like the, the, you know, the dumbbell with like, however many pounds that was, was like just turning like on his finger. And realize that would break your, your fingers, your wrists, your arm, everything. It'd Um, break you. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then, so, you know, it's clear that he's only, you know, stayed in the, the kind of like forest. And, you know, his dad is very like, Hey, you can't leave. Um, his dad hasn't really talked about him about it with him yet, and I want to say he's like around fifteen, sixteen. And he t- and his dad's like, okay, I gotta go out. You know what, what the rule is? Don't leave. And he does. And he's like, okay, I won't. Um, and he's kind of aloof too, where it's just like you know, for example, like he always like just breaks through the door when his dad is like, I'm begging you, can you just please pull it? Just please open the door for once. I'm sick. <laughs> but um, please, dad, you know, he usually doesn't, but. Uh, as B was talking about, he ap- he lo- prob- out- after his dad and some t- and it might be really close, it might be equal. He loves cream puffs just that much, or right? He loves that <laughs> so he's like, okay, I need to go get these cream puffs. They're like special edition. It was something like that. So then um, we see him like go into town, and he like you know is about to buy the cream puffs, but literally just having the money in his hand, he bent all the coins. <laughs> And that guy was he like, was so uh, happy. I don't know how you do that. And then you see him snap. So think about someone being able to bend like a coin, right? And then to snap it back into place, I would be scared too. I'd be like, you know what? I'll give you whatever you want. Just don't hurt me. But Please let me live. I don't know what happens? I don't. I don't know if he took the hood off or his hood like flew off. Oh, the one, the wind. Wind. Okay, yeah. So. Everyone who's born with magic, they have like a mark on their face. And it's almost kind of reminds me of like, you know, those Dr. Stone-like marks? Yes. Um, 
Yeah. So they have like a mark on their face and they're all like different, you know, it can be any type of design, but it's just like, as long as you have that, whether it's coming from, it's down your face, across your face, on the side of your eye, everybody, that's how people know you have magic. Um, mm-hmm. and he doesn't, he doesn't have a mark. And, um, so then obviously everybody's like, ah, and then there was like, you know, cops and they were like, yeah. you know, like we talked about, um, that mean they literally rather you be dead if you don't have magic. You're seeing this like, you know, like annoying. You know like, what? You're really That's seen funny. as like not almost less than human. Like you don't even deserve life, which is sick. Um I had so, a thing. Um go ahead. maybe maybe you felt the same way as me, but when he bent those coins back and the guy was like in utter shock about this, mm-hmm. I was like, Maybe they're not used to people just being strong, but I was like, You guys live in a world with magic. Everything is literally magic. Like if anything, I'd be more shocked about that. But he was so be- bewildered by like him bending a coin back. And I was like, is this very unheard of? Do you guys not have brute strength anymore? And I know bending a coin is a lot. But also, it was like, you could cast a magic spell that could blow up this whole town. Yet him bending a coin threw you off. It was, that was, I was like, keep. I think maybe it's just because like everything is magic. But to have someone, uh, you know, thinking about how strong a person has to be to do that themselves versus, yeah. like you said, having magic, I think that's more what it's like. Because it's just like, mm-hmm. how can you do that yourself? How are you this strong? Right. Because, you know, other everyone else who doesn't have magic just don't have anything. But for him to be strong <laughs> enough to do those things, you know, that means like, he must have been training since he was a baby. I don't know. But, um... Stop. <laughs> Doing push-ups coming out the womb. Okay. But, uh... So then, you know, he comes across like this drunk cop who's like, oh, we gonna get you and all that type of stuff. And he like rips the shirt off. <laughs> Because, because it was like I think he had like a cream puff because you know that's the, when we talk about the he really was not caring and then he had got like I guess some of it on the, his shirt and then he was like oh you want one and he was like I don't want your half eaten cream puff and he like smacked out his hand and then he like ripped the shirt off and was like oh I can clean this for you <laughs> my bad you know, my bad person, bro or, 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 well not, not call him uh, not normal but you know people usually wouldn't think that they wouldn't think like oh I'll just clean it for you you're mad about it. <laughs> but, um, and then the other, like, his boss was about to come, and then out of nowhere, we see his dad where it's like, bye! And, uh, his dad uh, he said, you are not going to take my son from me. Um, I gotta go. And then, look, and then, like, the boss guy, like, comes. He, like, make, creates, like, this magic bird to, like, follow them, so they basically know how to get them. So then, mm-hmm. um, Mash goes to like train some more, and his dad is like in the house. He's like, oh, I'm sorry, dad, um, for going. And then the dad was just thinking, like, oh, basically, my son, what are we gonna do? And then that's when the bad guy, the cop basically of the world, come in. And then they're like, hey, where's your son at? We're gonna get him because he don't have magic. And then he's like, basically, like, you know, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm never gonna give him up. And they were like choking him, and he was like, Mash, run, run, Mash, run. And they were like, well, I could probably talk my boss to get you to, you know, he'll let you live. But if you keep doing that, we're going to kill you. But, you know, we already talked about how he loves his son so much, he don't care. He's like, run, Mash, run. Um, no. And then we go to the backstory where, you know, his whole life, everyone always said that he was less than, you know, he couldn't really do a whole lot with his magic. They always were like, you know, you're a failure, all those type of things. So we see it when he's a kid, like a teen, an adult. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when he's like, probably like in his 50s, he literally is about to... um trigger warning like jump off a roof and end it because it's just like i'm you know worthless there's no you know point for me to live anymore and then um right when he's about to he hears like a baby cry 
And then he like, you know, stumbles back and then looks at MASH and he like picks him up and then MASH like smiles at him. Ugh! And basically so like cute. gives him a reason for living where he's like, oh, like for the first time in my life, like I was needed. Ugh! Man, gotta love his dad. And um, so, you know, when it comes to his son, he'll do anything. Um, so, you know, anything yelling, for like, mine. He's still yelling and they're about to like, you know, try to kill his dad. And then that's when like Mash, like he like, I think when he comes in the door, he like, I don't know if he pushed, but you know, just like the strength thing, push one of the, like the cops all the way outside the house. We don't even know where he went. Like blue. <sighs> um, then that other one that uh, he ripped the shirt off, he ripped his shirt again. <laughs> He was and like the slapped- second one in one day. Right. And then slapped every possible taste out his mouth. I don't know if there's a taste left. Um <laughs> then <laughs> it's like going against the other. That's funny. Guy. No taste buds. Right. And he's like, you know, I have magic. What are you gonna do and all this stuff? And so, you know, he's like throwing his best magic at MASH. Um and he's like deflecting it just with his strength alone. And then, like, at one point, he, like, uses it like a volleyball. <laughs> like, he's like, I'm not playing with my father. Um, and then uh, he does this, like, the guy's like, oh, basically, you know, the the big move that's going to, like, you know, destroy the ecosystem type. And so he's about to do that. And then um, MASH, there's, like, I guess one of the other people, like, drop their, um, excuse me, drop their, uh, what are they called? Wands. One. Um and he like throws it through his like little magic circle thing and it crashes. And then the guy's like, yeah. and he's like, you know what? I'm going to quit. And I'm, you know what? I'm going to work smarter, not harder. How about this? Uh, you and your dad will be safe. Um, if you go ahead and enter the, you know, the top magic school and become the divine mission, the divine missionary. That's not what they're called. The divine visionary. That was like missionary. When I said that, I was like, as soon as I said Mish, I was like, that's not right. <laughs> um, which basically, like, is control in control of everything. Um, well, they have, like, so many, like, you know, there's, like, so many different... Um, it's kind of like, if you think about any shonen, really, the bad bitch of the world, of that world, who can do anything, they have power, they have, like, you know, status, they have, like, month, you know, they have funds. That's, mm-hmm. like, that's basically what it is. Um... And then he's like, but if you, you don't do it, we're going to chase you and your dad for the rest of your lives. And then he immediately is like, I'm going to do it. And then the dad's like, what? No, gosh. And then he's like, <laughs> I'll do anything to protect um, the life that we have. I just want to, he's like, I just want to live yes. my dad. And yes. So I will do anything. Um, which is so anything. Cool. And that's how anything. That and it's clear that he about to uh, go into the school. And, uh, that's it. But it was a really good first episode. I feel like it sets the tone and like, you know, remind, you know, brings the, the, you know, the, the main, what the main goal is. Same thing with, um, like what Hell's Paradise did. So I'm excited to see how it continues. Yes. I thought it was cute. Um, their relationship adorbs. So I want to see how his with the classmates goes. Um, you know, how that dynamic ends up being out since he doesn't have the magic and everything. So, Let's see how that turns out with them. But it's like it's going to be promising. This spring lineup, those are just a few for us. But so far, so good. Like, I think they're doing pretty pretty good with their spring lineups. 
and premieres. No, I completely. Mm-hmm, so with that, mm-hmm. we're going to husbando of the week. Um, Mimos bando. Who's your husband? Okay, mine. <laughs> I don't think you've watched this one fully yet, but you definitely will know who this uh, buddy, who this guy is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's funny. Well, can you guess they're from Buddy Daddies? I've already done his partner in crime, you know, mm-hmm. Kazuki Kursu. However, I'm going for the other man today, Mr. Okay. Ray Sua himself. Woo. Let's give it a little bit of a round of applause for character um, appearance with this one. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you what they did right. Not only did they give this man an undercut that when he puts his hair in a ponytail, you see it and he has on his all black suit to go to work. Does he not look dashing? But he also has hair long enough that goes over his shoulders to where as you can't tell he has an undercut. It's like party in the front. No, business in the front, party in the back. But, you know, That's new version. <laughs> don't eat every time. It is. They don't. He did. They did it right with him. Um, he also, it's crazy enough because he definitely reminds me of um, a racer head from My Hero Academia. Oh, I can see that for sure. Like, that's what I see. But when I see Ray, I see my eyes light up. I'm not saying a racer head doesn't because he is chef's kiss. But there is something about Ray that I was like, oh, my gosh. Where it's like something maybe it was something special. It must be it. I promise you, it has to be that undercut and how I keep seeing his hair in a ponytail and down and stuff because I am a sucker for a man bun, y'all. If y'all have not noticed, but um, they're kind of complete opposites of his roommate who I talked about before from Kazuki. Um, they're complete opposites like that, mm-hmm. but he's very chill, stoic, kind of just going with the flow. He loves to game and everything, and oof. Y'all think he's good at he's good with his weapons. Wink wink. He's got he always makes That's it enough. to his target. Always makes his target. Makes his mark, baby. But um I was a little jealous because you know their little girl that they have, Miri. Uh, she calls him <laughs> Papa Ray. And I was oh, like, Ray. I saw the clip where huh? she was like pointing him out. Before the other one, even though the other one be doing all the house stuff, and he was so mad, so hurt, so hurt. He but ah, but yeah, he goes by Papa Ray and everything. He's just really very, just like Zen. Zenful is what I would call him. So he is definitely my husband for this week. You need a little bit of peace in your life. You need someone you can just chill around with, Netflix and chill. You know, I don't feel like he's going to be pulling up in a Bentley to come get me or anything like that. I think we're going to be very wholesome homebodies with this one. Um, The neighbors would definitely know my name by the end of this. What I will say on the Rose scale with him, I feel like he's a little bit of a tease. So because he's so calm, cool and collected, Mm -hmm. I feel like you would think that, you know, he can't really do what it needs to do when it comes to doing what you need to do. I feel like y'all like, oh, whatever. But baby. I feel like he would give me, that's why I keep coming back. That's all I got to say. I feel like a solid four on the road scale. Solid four. Solid, solid, solid. And I feel like how one of these little shindigs would go. Mm-hmm. I go over to his place and he comes over to mine. You know what kind of reminds me of Watercoy for a second? Like how they have that cute um, gamer relationship going on? Mm-hmm. 
it's kind of like that, but like we go over to each other's place. We really have the Netflix and chill thing going over. I go over to his place this time because he has the projector set up. It's simple projector, nothing fancy. He don't even put okay. up the little screen vision. thing. The vision, the vision. He has it on the wall because he don't want to put up the screen for it. But he has the blankets out and everything on the floor. You know, the little couch thing, the pillows. We got the popcorn. It's cool. We're watching and everything because then he wants to play the game afterwards, you know. <laughs> the game. <laughs> I crack myself up with this. But um no. <laughs> long good. story. Barely got the left. <laughs> I could never tell jokes on stage because y'all would never get <laughs> I'd never get through the show. But um yeah, we go over there. I have some wine. This man has a few little old fashions, neat. So he don't want ice on it. He wants to just take it straight back. He don't need a little hey, bit of neat. ice. Neat baby. He likes a neat baby. All I got to say is while we are at Netflix and chilling. He puts his hair in his little ponytail bun thing, thing, and he goes to work. Oh my God. I wake up the next morning. I have, what do you, what do you do for clear skin tea? What do you need for clear skin? I'm going to be honest. I don't know where you're going with this. So I'm going to let you say it. <laughs> you need some good loving. Let <laughs> <laughs> I, I tell you, I would have never guessed that. I had no idea where you were going with it, but yes, let's stick with that. But yeah, and so Ray Baby Daddy in his show, can y'all not tell, listen to that pun I just said, Ray Baby Daddy, not Ray Buddy Daddy, because Baby Daddy, I'll be calling him Papa Ray at the end of this. That's all I got to say. Uh, enough, enough. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he is fine. I like his vibe. I agree. I feel like at least a four. At least a four. Just solid four. We ain't got no little extra pedals today, but we got a solid four, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with any of them. I was going to say, a solid four is still phenomenal. It is. Perfectly is. But um, that's who I've got for my little uh, baby, da- baby daddy. Ooh, child. Um, my <laughs> my um, husband of this week. So who are you over here bringing home or going to their place this week? You know what I thought about? Our men must really think we out here. Well, it's called dating for a reason because we got a new man every week. And I'm okay with that. That's none of their business. So, that's a, I, not one bit of their business. How about you mind yours and just know that when I come to see you, it's your time. Look, they know. Like, look, they just, it's so. not our fault. That they were. There's just too many that are too fond, have good uh, characteristics, have both. What, mm-hmm. what are we supposed to do? please tell me but um yeah that's who i'm working with so what you got going on okay so this week i have more of um let's see i'm seeing potential just because we haven't Hmm. you know seen a lot of this character this character is in one of the animes we talked about today and just Hmm? this goes on let's say husband of the b i will i will want to know who it's going to be please do we have the same taste um, we will say, this won't be short and sweet just because I don't know enough about their character yet, but just looking at them, just their looks alone gives a five. Mm. So what I will say from Hell's Paradise, mm. you can look at them, um, the character's name is Shion. So if you know this, when they were showing like the row of like oh, the Simons, he has Hold on, let me go hair. to what you got. And You said, like, what's his name? Shion, like S-H-I-O-N. Shion, Hell's Paradise. Let's see. Oh, okay. 
Okay. I do remember him. It's like the stature, the hair. You know, we talked about the gray, white mm. hair thing. It's a thing. Um, mm. And it's seeming like, you know, just with like, you know, the line across his face that he's likely, you know, blind. So, you know, he blind, but he can feel this. Okay. So it's just like, oh my gosh. The Ain't that right? Longer. Like we just, like I said, I know this is gonna be husband though. As I learned more, but just from this, these few, those few moments alone where we saw him, we didn't even hear him speak yet. It's up and stuck. So, um, as I learned, when I learn more, so I can officially, you know, induct him into mm. the crew. Uh, mm. we'll do that. But just based off this this first look, yes, yes. Oh my gosh, yes. I'm here for you. I'm here for you. I know you like, look, you like a tangent. I know you're going to like this one. Mm. Mm-hmm. Look, the scars, white hair and everything. Ugh. That was not who I thought you were going with. Remember earlier when I said, oh, there's a lot of guys on here that I think are, you know, mm, a little mm-hmm. tasty. I was definitely talking about, well, he's cute too. I didn't even like pay too much attention because I kept looking at Aizen. Don't know the whole time. The one with the red hair. And that's who I thought you were going to say, because I was like, oh, my God, he reminds me of, um, what's his name from Bleach? Renji. I was going to say Rengoku. I'm like, what? You know what I thought about Renji when I saw him? Mm-hmm. And I saw him, and I was like, ah, oh, he was cute, too. Yeah, cute. You know, on my nerves, excuse me, because, you know, he kept being like, as a woman, as a woman. No, know, I did catch on to that. That'd be turning the attractiveness down to me. But As a woman, I can't. Well, hopefully he gets better. I'm hoping because she looks at him to like a sensei kind of thing, which um, that, you know, it shows like they had a good relationship kind of in the beginning and that it'll get back mm-hmm. to that point. Because right now it seems like he's just kind of like, um, what is it when they look down on you? Condescending. Yeah. It's With either some of the things he says. Better or worse. And the exactly. way that Hell's Paradise is set up, it seems like he might be. It might get worse, but we'll see. No problem. But I mean, he's still fine, but we'll see how he ends up character. I've been calling this girl. I kept calling her Yamada. It's called a Yamada Asaimon. Her name is Sagiri this whole time. So when I say Yamada, I meant Sagiri. Sorry. Well, it was clear she was the only Asaimon they really talked about. So Asaimon okay. job. Yamada's like the family name and Sagiri's her. Oh, Look at T putting us on. Come on, girl. Educate me. <laughs> With that, we're on to, you know, are you going to attack or defend or fight or defend? And, you know, sometimes we do this thing where we pull over. And this is what I'm going to say. I'm going to make it short and sweet. <laughs> short and sweet. And then this is more about a, not doing the hashtag community thing. But let's just say this. If you're a business owner, right? Mm-hmm. Communication is a part of your job. So, oh, please. Yes. People should not have to come after you for you to do your job. Mm. As the consumers, if we say, hey, there's a problem, one message is not enough with no resolution. No, this is what I did instead. I resent it. I hear, sorry for that. No, not mm. communicating is not okay. Like, you're on the chop list for me. I don't care how much I like what you have. Yes. It's showing like to me, that's disrespectful where you don't even respect the people who are supporting you because that's mm-hmm. what we're supporting. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to just keep it short and sweet and just say like, um, do better. But once you, you know, play enough, 
well, not this is not like saying this isn't saying like we let anybody play in our faces, but you know, just for how me and B are, it's like when we when you set it up where we got to go behind you for something that we paid for, it's Eat a it. chop. It's a chop. Heat it. It's, it's a chop. T said it in a very nice way. I did. So <laughs> I approve you for that because I'm about. I drop no, your you name and everything. Say, you know how I, we talk about it. I definitely yes. know, cleaned it up a bit. <laughs> well, she kept it cute. Look, she kept it cute for you. Because one thing you're not going to do is when I invest my money into you and your business, because I want to support you because not only are you a small business, but you're a small black business. You're a small black anime owned business that I want to help okay. out. But what I'm not going to do is have you take my money you not give me anything. You not communicate with me. You generalize everything when I'm being specific because my case does not fit the criteria you're trying to say. Because okay. what it seems like now is that you ran off with my money. So guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to file a claim. Let it come through. Let me file a claim with my bank and you still send the info or the, the stuff when it finally gets here. Well, guess what? You just gave me free merch at this point. That's how, that's how, that's how I feel right now. Like That's the point where I feel like I'm about to be at. But I'm not there yet, so I'm letting you off the hook at this moment. Just know, I didn't file a claim yet. I didn't do anything, but what you need to do, if I've communicated with you on Instagram, Twitter, email, I've had T reach out to you. T reach out to you because, look, this stuff's on her stuff. Her Instagram or Twitter, everything you can think of, we communicate with you, and you just don't know how to answer. But you want to say busy and booked on there, talking about all the funny shit that you got going on on the side, but you can't answer your business emails. It's giving a no. It's giving, I don't care what the fuck you have in your business or in your criteria. If it's the thing I would die to have, it's giving, I'm never spending a dime with you again. And I've cut a small business up before and I'll do it again in a heartbeat. Ooh, every time I think about it, I get heated. I get real hot. Because it's unnecessary. Like, this literally is so simple. And it's a part of your job. Like, this isn't like that part for something that you're not responsible for. You are. That part. And shout out to all the small businesses that like are communicative and that do go and do what you need to do and are just really great people. Cause we've shot that a lot. I've shot that a lot of small black businesses that are animal related. T's done it. Like shout out to y'all for real, because y'all be on one, but to the ones that aren't, I'm giving it about another week before I really go off. So just let that be known. The episode's coming out before I, I take your ass out. It's been over. It's been over. How long? Like a month and a half, almost two months. And that may not sound like a long time to y'all, but when you sent half my order and saying everything, no. <laughs> but the thing is just like, do your job. I mean, that's the short and the long of it. I don't know. There's, she you're said, not do your being job. asked for anything. And that's the thing. It's fine to make mistakes. We're all people, all that type of stuff. But you're, the bare minimum is to respond and make it right. Mm-hmm. But it's cool if you don't want to respond. You're going to be at DreamCon. You can't go far. And that's right around the corner. Going <laughs> to respond over email. You damn sure going to respond in person. And I will leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> so who are you fighting or defending? Well, can you kind of tell I'm in like a fighting mood? But I'm not. Yeah, just go ahead. We there. <laughs> you know, I've really, I've really been on, ugh, on edge lately. But I'm in a limbo mood. I literally am in limbo. Because I don't know if I want to fight this person or if I want to defend them. I know I want to defend them because of how they look. It is. And it's only because I, it's kind of like how you said with your person who your husband is, I don't know enough about them because I have not read the manga yet to know if I like them or not. However, from being on Twitter, 
I've seen like a few controversial tweets about this person. How we're like, ah, oh, he's so fine, but <sighs> I don't think I want to like him. It's kind of thing like that. So I'm like, ooh, I trust the judgment of these people, but I got to see for myself. So if you haven't seen already, and we'll talk about it in our next episode, Demon Slayer, Sword District, Sword Art Dish. <laughs> Can I not speak today? Uh, Sword Smith Village. Thank you. I was about to say Sword District Arc Village. <laughs> I don't know what I was saying, but that one. The newest Demon Slayer. Thank you. The newest Demon Slayer that's out. Um, Doma, the mm-hmm. villain that is in there. He is in limbo for me because on one hand, he hasn't done anything in the first episode to set me off or put me apart. Yeah, you got a little beef with the people in your in your gang. But what's that got to do with me and mine and my household? Because you haven't touched any of the people I like, and I still like the way you look. And I really kind of like your, not really kind of, I do like your bubbly personality and how fun you bounce back from, a, uh, was it, Akaza always, like, trying to kill you and everything. But you're also, I think he's number two on the, um. Yeah. he's number two, who right under my boy, which we'll talk about him another day. But... I was like, for you to be top dog, I know you're powerful and stuff, but I feel like a lot of people in like real life that I know kind of don't fuck with you, and I want to know why. So I don't know where I'm at with that. So right now, I'm just in limbo. So I'm not defending or or fighting, but we'll I'll revisit him once more of this season comes out, and I have a reason to do one or the other. Hmm. I said you're putting the pin in it. I am. I just want y'all to understand, like this man is on my radar for one or the other. So we'll see. We'll see. Um. But well, who you... All I'll say is that you yeah. know I have read it, or yes. read most of the Demon Slayer. Um, and what I will say is I, I get why people dislike him for sure, and I'm not saying I don't I don't like him. But my thing is, I think when we think about hmm, husbandos, people all have types. I'm gonna just be honest. My husbandos, they kind of have to be there. Kind of has to be some type of code. Um, to keep it short and sweet. What basically what I mean is. Just being fine isn't enough for me. Because mm. if you're fine and awful, like, um, and there's still, you know, there are ones. Are you that trying to call Sukuna fine and awful? Oh, oh well, well, you stop playing. I'm gonna defend my man at all costs for me and my man. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying I'm not talking about him. Actually, he's one who's fine and awful, really sick. But Tiana, um, <laughs> it's look. Um, it still is. Do you hear some purring? You know, it still works for him. Oh my gosh! Or, you know, same thing with Toji. Toji is not a is uh is a mess in real life. If a nigga was trying to, if a, if a nigga was like that, I wouldn't even look like I literally would run. Look, leaving your house with a knapsack. But look, he wouldn't get the chance. You literally wouldn't get the chance. But <laughs> it's Toji, so it's different. But for me, I think. There are like, you know, lines like so for some people, you know, they can be like, for example, if you're like everything about you was awful and you're just fine and um, you know what to do with what you got. That's not enough for me. I mean, because anybody can be that. So mm. there has to be some type of like something like, you know, you can't just be awful and fine and that's it. Like there has to be something else that draws me apart you know there has to be you know, mm. character development if it's the awful type or you know like for example toji's gonna be how he is sukuna's gonna be how he is but there's something 
there's something that's different than like, you know, different characters where, you know, whether we're talking about like anime, manga, manhwa, webtoons, but certain ones where it's just like, it don't matter how fine you are. There has to be something else. But if you're doing certain things, it's a chop for me. Like it's the Sahara. If you catch what I'm like, no, we're talking about, uh, you're crawling through the sand, just praying for a drop of water. Like it's, Get moisture has never been seen. That's what it's basically going to be if it, you know, if that's all you got. But you know, Ouch. I appreciate for some girlies they don't care. They love the super toxic ones. And you know what? I love y'all and stand with y'all. But I do not see it. And that's all. I, <laughs> I do not see it. Okay. But, that, but also, there are the toxic ones where they got something else to them. Where you know, they're exception to my rule. But so it just depends. Uh, it really just depends. And it depends like how far the toxicity level. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. I fucks with it. I'm here for it. But yeah, I think um and like you said, you put a pin in it and we'll come back yes. to that uh soon. So with that, you have a down pack, so tell everybody where to find us. All right, you got it, girl. Well, if you haven't already, follow us on our social medias on Instagram and on Twitter that Tiana runs. It's going to be at those anime girls with the Z. If you want to follow me on Twitter, mine is Bria Simone with an underscore at the end. You can follow us on TikTok as well. It's underscore those anime girls underscore. Send us an email. Ask us some questions at ask, A-S-K, those anime girls with a Z at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you guys. Or you can just hit us up in the DMs or anything like that. Um, Listen to us on our streaming platforms. If you haven't already, go find our podcast. Our name, obviously, is Those Anime Girls. Download. Give us a rating. We need to kind of know what we're doing with you guys' eyes. Do you like it? Do you don't like it? You know? But let us know. But you can find us on Spotify. You can find us on Apple Mute or Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio. And you can follow us on YouTube. We'll have coming in the next couple of months or so. Those anime girls with the Z. So be on the lookout for that. And we will catch you all in the next episode. Yeah, we'll see y'all then. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.